And so if you look at the first page of the worksheet, uh, the title, or not the title, but the focus of the worksheet is what are your desired outcomes and how to develop a personal mission and identity statement. Um, so there's five do's you need to always remember. And then we're going to kind of skip through some of these things. Uh, you could definitely uh, process these um, at, your, at your time of convenience. But there's five do's you need to always remember. The first one is divine observance. The second one is desired outcomes. Number three, distracting objects. Number four, discipline outputs. And number five, destiny occupied. I'll break these down real quickly, go through some of these questions, and then we're going to go do an activity at the bottom where we're going to be talking about how to develop a personal mission and identity statement. But <clears throat> let's knock these five out real quick. A divine observance, that means in order for me to occupy my destiny, in order for me to fulfill my purpose, I have to daily observe the divine, meaning I have to make sure I acknowledge God because he's the one that knows the course of my life and your life. He's the one that knows every step um, that will guarantee you the best opportunities to be successful. So when I observe the divine, my outcomes, my desired outcomes will become set, meaning my desired outcomes for my life in my 30s is to reach a certain level of wealth by 40. A desired outcome for me, for my marriage, to make sure that we are a beacon of life of what marriage is supposed to be. A desired outcome for my ministry is to ensure that people grow spiritually for God's optimal use. My desired outcome for my health by the end of the year is to be down to 250, 245. There are desired outcomes in my, oh yeah, I'm up. I was 310. Now I'm at, two, I'm at 260 now, so I got about 10 more pounds to go. You know what I'm saying? We working, we working. You know what I'm saying? But, but. When I observe the divine, I know I have a unique purpose. It sets me up to say, you know what? When I delight in him, then my desires become his desire. The scripture says, they that delight themselves in the Lord, he'll give you the desires of your heart. That scripture doesn't mean that whatever I desire, he's guaranteed to give it to me. But the more I delight in him, my desires become his. Therefore, every step that I take according to his will, I will be successful. But with those desired outcomes, you have to also remember that there are distracting objects that will contradict or try to go against those desired outcomes. Can someone, can I get two or three people to tell me what's your desired outcome for this time next year? Where do you want to be? What kind of person do you want to be? What would you like to have this time next year? Yes. I know that's right. I know that's right. She want her own place by this time next year. Two more people. A desired outcome for August the 4th, this time next year. Or five years from now. Ten years from now. <laughs> it's important for us to think along these lines because the more that I have a focus of my desired outcomes, then I'll know the differences between what's, what's destined for me to do and what's distracting me from that destiny. Every year or three years, seven years, ten years in my life is calculated because I want to ensure that God gets the ultimate uh, fruit out of my life. The four do is discipline outputs. When I have desired outcomes and I know what my purpose is and I'm no longer allowing myself to be distracted, then I will have daily disciplined outputs. Meaning in order for me to be this person this year, a year from now, in order for me to be successful five, seven, ten years from now, I have to do certain things every single day to ensure that I am successful. I'm sure every athlete, no matter what realm or field they are in, 
they at least engage in their artistry every day. A musician, a rapper, a businesswoman, a businessman, an entrepreneur, some kind of way. Those who are elite, they focus on something every single day that sharpens that blade. If it's not sharpening you, it's dulling you. So divine observance leads to the correct desired outcomes. Desired outcomes helps me to avoid distracting objects. When I am focused on my desired outcomes, I do certain things in a disciplined manner every day. And when I do those things, my destiny becomes occupied. A lot of people at your age are completely clueless of what God wants them to do. I didn't find out that I was off until I was 19. There was a lot of things I didn't find out until I was at y'all's age. But it was in me the whole time. Our heart for you guys and gals going into college is to understand the differences between the you you thought you were and the you that's really you. Making sure that every day <clears throat> you're focused on, okay, God, what man or woman do you want me to be? What is your will for me today? And how can I occupy my destiny where I'm operating at that level at, in an elite way? My goal is to be elite in my craft. There's a bunch of speakers in the world. There's a bunch of people who can talk, but I want to make sure that I'm powerfully practical. I'm a wordsmith, so I make sure I tailor my life to words, meaning I want to be so impactful and powerful in my speech, but I also give people practical nuggets to help them succeed. That's my uniqueness. But if I was not aware of the divine and the divine revealed to me my destiny, then I'll be just wandering through life and up average. Do you want to be elite or do you want to be average? Do you want to be effective or do you just want to coast through life? That's a decision you have to make because you're going to meet your maker one day. And what I don't want to happen for you all is for you to meet your maker and your maker says, hey, man, you didn't really make anything for me. You didn't leave anything down here for me. And that should be something that that pulls you off the video game, that pulls you away from a bad relationship, that pulls you because you have a purpose. Now, the rest of the worksheet is a bunch of questions. What areas in your life lack discipline observance? In what ways can you daily invest in your relationship with God? What does God want you to do with your life? Desired outcomes. What are your desired outcomes for the next year, three years, seven years, ten years of your life? Next part is what's distract what distracting objects are in your life right now that could affect these outcomes and what must you do to remove them? Back page, a couple more boxes is this is what you can do. Tonight, next week, or whenever the Holy Spirit leads you to really deeply process these points. Discipline outputs. What disciplines must you implement in your life daily to ensure these outcomes become a reality? And last but not least, destiny occupied. What is your why and what is your place of fulfillment? These are questions that, that, that are really important for you because what I don't want to happen is when y'all get 30, 33, 35, starting a family, starting a business, starting a ministry, you realizing that you're really not operating at a level that God wants you to operate. He wants us to be effective and he wants us to work through excellence. But how can you work through excellence if you don't know the specifics about who you are? Now, where I wanted to get to today, we're going to quickly, not quickly, but kind of briefly talk about how to develop a personal mission and identity statement. Can somebody tell me what a mission statement is? Just a mission statement. Yes. Um, it's an overall statement like uh, the company or yeah. the life. That's right. That's right. A mission statement is basically what Calvin said. It's a, it's a statement that brings a focus on a specific mission. 
And so one of the things that I help uh, clients go through and individuals that I work with is um, how to take entrepreneurial business term terminologies and make it specific to individuals. Each and every one of us should have a personal mission and identity statement, a mission in life that will help you stay focused, an identity statement that inspires you to stay true to who you are in Christ. Now, I have some examples. These are my personal mission and identity statements. Mission statements change over time based upon maturity. As I matured in life, my mission got a little bit more specific. And here's my mission statement. Helping people make sense of life. That's exactly, that's who I am. That's my mission. Is to help the average person or any individual make sense of their life. My identity statement is this. <clears throat> I am a resource developer that helps people become spiritually mature for God's optimal use. The reason why my mission statement is that is that as I was navigating life, there were so many people who just couldn't make sense of their life. And God gave me a unique gift of wisdom, practical gift of teaching that helps people kind of make sense of where they are, get a grip of who's there with them, who is God, so they can actually overcome their trials and their triumphs. Because people can get through trials. They need help getting through trials. But all of us need to help getting through triumphs. Because triumphs is what, what causes most of us to fail because of pride. Most of us will leave God if God gave us $10 million a day. If God gave you $10 million, gave you the job that you wanted, we'll be like, God, we'll appreciate you. Good looking out, but I'm through with you. But I help people have these mission statements that are centered in their why so they can know what to get by, how to get through, what to stay focused on. So those two are my personal mission identity statements. Let me break down my identity statement real quick. It says, I am a resource developer that helps people become spiritually mature for God's optimal use. The reason why I put I am there is because anything you put after that determines your limits. So I am a what? A resource developer. I didn't want to be like, I am a YouTuber. I am an author. That makes me a little bit more specific. That makes me a little bit more trapped. But if I call myself a resource developer, I could develop card games, which I've developed two already. I could develop books, which I've done six so far, working on my seventh one. I develop videos and courses, two courses out there, 1,500 videos. So I'm a resource developer. So when I became a, um, an understanding of who I was, I said, you know what? I'm not just limited to an author or a speaker. There's more in me. The more specific you are, the more focused you will be. Now, let's give some other examples of mission statements. Let's talk, let's talk about Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A's mission statement is to be America's best quick service restaurant. And just recently, Chick-fil-A became the number one fast food restaurant in the country. So that was their mission statement when they wasn't number one. But because they were, that, that, that was their mission, their company began to focus on how can we be America's best quick service restaurant. Notice it changed the terminology, not fast food, quick service. If you go to Chick-fil-A, what do they focus on? Their service. So words matter psychologically because when you use the right words, you will know you will have a different level of excellence, a different level of focus in how you deliver yourself or your business or product. Continues with Chick-fil-A, it says, to glorify God by being a faithful steward of all that is entrusted to us to have a positive influence on all who come in contact with Chick-fil-A. That's a part of their mission statement. Now, Jesus' mission statement, one of many. 
His mission statement was to give life and life more abundantly. So you can almost imagine like the more specific you are, the, the better and more ripe your fruit is. Now, let's talk about an effective mission statement and then we're going to go through a quick activity that will kind of help you formulate your own personal mission and identity statement. And an effective mission statement, number one, is consistent with scripture. A Christian's mission statement is consistent with the word of God. Number two, an effective mission statement solves a problem. An effective mission statement, number three, is short and easy to remember. Number four, specific and action-focused. Number five, an effective mission statement inspires you and others. Number six, an effective mission statement is compelling enough to keep you focused. And an effective mission statement is legacy-focused. The reason why you need an effective mission statement is for the next box. Questions to ask potential connectors. You need an effective mission statement for your life. And you have to ask any person, opportunity, or request these three questions. Are you a part of who I am? Are you a part of who I am working to become? And are you a part of my purpose? The older you get, the more specific you become. But you don't have to wait till you age to be specific. You can be specific now. The more aware you become of yourself, the more specific your steps become to the point to where you will marry different. You won't, you won't just marry anybody. You will know, hey, I need someone that's going to compliment and our purposes compliment each other. You or your friends will begin to get smaller and smaller because you know, hey, you're not a part of who I am or who I want to become or my purpose. So therefore, I can't connect with you. Here's my mission in life. God will never couple you with someone or something that does not aid his mission for your life. And that's important. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm aggressive. I'm, I'm, I'm focused because I know, listen, life is too valuable for me to waste. Therefore, every day has to count. Every step I take has to be sound. And I got to make sure that I'm strategic, wise like a serpent, gentle like a dove, so I can be able to navigate these things within life. Now, let's talk about your personal mission statement. And I'm going to kind of help you real quickly for the next five or seven minutes. 10 minutes or so to help you develop your own. Any questions so far? Does this make sense for you all? Because going into college, the more specific you are, the less you waste. Now, let's talk about your personal mission statement. There are four levels in developing a mission statement. There are adverbs and verbs, like for mine was helping. Anything that starts with a two, or start ends with an ing is a good words to use. Mine was helping people make sense of life. So potential adverbs or verbs. Mine was helping specific individuals. For ladies, it could be young women. For men, it could be young men. It could be specific to children. It could be specific to age groups. It's to people that you are here to serve. Specific individuals. The next box is another adverb. So like mine's helping people what? Make. Make is another verb. Is making it whatever. It could be whatever verb you want to add there. And my purpose, solution, or goal is to make people have a sense of life. So I'm going to give you two minutes to just think about the who, the what, the when, the where, and the how. Who are you here to serve? How do you want to serve them? What resources will you use to help them? Just take some time to think 
If you have nothing to write, this could be something you think about on the way home. But just put some words in each box that kind of help formulate your statement. You could put helping young women make sense of their self-worth, helping young men grow in the things of God, helping young athletes. Uh, ex, you know, it could be whatever. What is your specific, hey, this is what I'm here to do. And the thing I always tell people, it is completely okay not to know now. But if you don't know, it's not okay not to find out. It's okay not to know. But everything that, that you're supposed to be is in you. Just like inside of every orange seed or oranges, inside of every apple or apples inside of you is everything you're supposed to do already. You just got to discover, hey, what am I supposed to do? What are some adverbs? What are some verbs? Who are the specific people? What do I want these? What am I going to do for these people? And what's the purpose of who I am? So I give you about 45 seconds to a minute. Just put some adverbs, put some people. What do you want to help them do, etc. And then we'll see who's brave enough to kind of share what they have real quickly. It could be, it could be quick. You don't got to be all polished. My personal mission statement helps me in my life. I love helping people make sense of their life. It's, it's a passion. Like, when I see their eyes light up, I'm like, yeah, now you get it. That's, that's what makes me wake up besides God and, and my family my mission, my focus in life gets me up every day. Because right now, my book, my videos, my time now speaking to you, it's helping people make sense of their life. Cool, we get y'all, give y'all one more minute. Make sure you think about that third box. Those seven things. Anybody done yet? <laughs> nah, it takes, it takes people days, weeks, even months to come up with theirs. But I just want to show you how quickly I take people through a lot of extensive stuff to help to discover. But these are some quick ways to kind of say, okay, here's my mission statement for my life. All right, 30 seconds. You got yours? You want to share yours? Not really, kind of, sort of? Possible, okay. You let me know. About 10 seconds. And like I said, time as you mature, your mission statement matures, it grows with you the more you become aware of who you are, but this is a good start for you. Like Chick-fil-A says, be America's best quick service restaurant. Now they're ranked number one. Because I'm sure all of their desired outcomes, desired discipline outputs led them to being actually number one. <clears throat> Not fast food, but quick service. All right, who wants to share theirs real quickly? It don't have to be polished. It could just be what's good for you. One shares? All right. Poetic, that was good. 
Explain yours. Why, why, why did you pick those kind of words to describe you? Um, my goal right now uh-huh. Great. Um, the bigger picture is a research pharmacist. Wow. So I wouldn't say that I would, like, I'm not, a, I don't want to be a doctor. I don't like blood, so <laughs> that, um, I wouldn't be actually doing the improving of somebody's health. Okay. But, um, yeah. The assistant was, was, a, was specific. Yeah. See? Anybody else want to share theirs real quick before we move on to the next one? If you have, what, what verbiage, what words did you use? You may not have formulated it yet, but what are some of the words that made it Specific. Everybody's good. We'll go to the next one. You want shares? Okay. What you got? Mine was to help people reach their fullest potential through impactful education. And why you choose those words? Um, I enjoy being able to educate people and help them receive their fullest potential in life. Yeah. It's not like so called almost a teaching position. Yeah. Yeah. And both of those mission statements is decades, if not lifelong old. Like, I can never end resource developing. You can never stop educating people. You can never stop assisting people because the assisting in the beginning may be one way, but by the time you're 30, 40, the assisting changes, but it's still anchored in their overall mission. Now, let's go to the identity statement that I'm out your way. Personal identity statement developer. It's four levels, identity, specific function, that helps whom, do what, and for what purpose. Mine's is I am, my identity is I am. I am a specific function resource developer that helps whom, that helps people. I could have got specific, but people is pretty broad. I help men and women and children. I work at elementary school, I, I coach women and men, and all that kind of stuff. So people can be broad if that's who you help. Do what for what purpose? Become spiritually mature for God's optimal use. The reason why I picked that was I got tired of seeing people not reach their full spiritual maturity and offer God scraps from their life. I want people to be so spiritually mature and mature in their life where God can get the optimal use out of them. But how can they do that with just preaching alone? How can they do that with just dope quotes alone? There has to be resources that are practical that helps them understand even down to the bottom ingredients. So for time's sake, a minute and a half, kind of think through some of those things. And I just want to focus on your specific function. So take some time, take about a good minute, process those, and then we'll uh, get mad up here. All right, 30 more seconds. All right, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 3, 2, 
and one. Anybody want to share theirs real quick? Or just their specific function, the, the, worded, the wording that you may have used? If not, we'll, we'll go ahead and end it. Did y'all learn anything just in that brief 20? Usually it takes me about an hour and a half to really navigate the first few boxes. But in 20 minutes, I hope it kind of gave you, 20, 25 minutes, I hope it gave you some kind of insight on what needs to be your focus going into the school year. Because whether you like it or not, time is going to pass. And if you're alive, you're going to reap the fruit of your decisions now. I am where I am today because of the grace of God and discipline. If you wanted to defeat the devil, you defeat him through discipline and you defeat him through your devotion in God. If you want to avoid distractions, those two are paramount. Your devotion to God and your disciplines will ensure that you reap a destiny that's fruitful. I don't want to be 40 being the man that I am today. I don't want to be 40 and having the same amount of money I have today. I want to make money because I want to help the kingdom of God. I want to make impact because I know people are, 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 are special and they are unique. What are your discipline outputs? What is your desired outcomes? Where are you taking your life right now? Your decisions are determining where you go in life. Hope this activity helped you. Um, navigate through this in your leisure and your time. And I hope it benefits you this school year. That's my time.